here we go. Welcome to the Rod of Iron Podcast, Fundamental Baptist, breaking down discussions, dogma, and daily events. I'm your host, Pastor Bruce Mejia, First Works Baptist Church in Amani, California. Joined by the fundamentalists in our church, we have Brother Hightop Macian, Jacob Lanz, and Marco Sanchez from our church here. No throwing games, please. <laughs> and uh, we got some interesting topics we're going to be discussing tonight. But before we get into that, I just want to remind you, of course, you can watch the full-length episodes um, on YouTube, but if you just want to listen to the audio version of it, you can go on our website, fwbcla.org, click on the podcast section, and then all the episodes are available on there. And then also, you can listen to us on Spotify if you have a subscription to that. So just keep that in mind. Uh, looking forward to tonight's episode. We're going to be discussing possibly the the uh, the science behind psychopaths, and then we're also going to be talking about Joe Biden's son. Yeah, He's in the news right now, right? Hunter. 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 Yeah, Hunter. Hunter. Hunting for crack? Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More than two ways. <laughs> yep. And then we'll see what else we're going to get into tonight. And uh, we, we've actually taken some time off because of the remodeling COVID. that we have to... COVID. <laughs> no, yes. Hey, uh, Ulysses, can you mute Marcos' mic, please? <laughs> we've taken some time off because we have to re- relocate our podcast room. And so it's looking a lot better, amen? I like amen. it. Yep. And so uh, looking forward to tonight's episode. Gentlemen, are we ready? Yep. Dun, 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 dun. You lie, hey, bro, it's not even moving, bro. Bro, you need to be paying attention. Hey, it's not moving. Yeah, get the. Is it moving? I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I, just, yeah, that, I just gave him a concern. He's like, what? Who, who are you trying to hit? Uh, I don't know. Some flying around. <laughs> He's on my imaginary friend. <laughs> I have imaginary enemies, bro, not friends. <laughs> He's on the Turks. One of them being the Jews and the Turks. <laughs> Those are not imaginary. Those are very real. Turks are not your enemies. The Jews are. Enemies of the gospel. Right? Ain't that right? Yeah. My Armenian friend. Amen. That's right. The war's over. Why do war? Yeah. The war's over. Why do you uh, like put your guns? <laughs> Takes so long to say that. Amen. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, so um, think about it. The Armenian war is over, right? No. It's not over. No. Marcos, didn't you say it was over? They signed like a ceasefire treaty on Sunday. It's probably not over. It's then. not over. It's not it w- over within his heart. <laughs> <laughs> You're just probably a big Trump supporter. <laughs> Everything he tweets, you take. <laughs> I, I, he oh man, he didn't tweet Dude, it. He's getting personal. Over here. He I did. know. He, he did. did. I don't think. I don't know if he did. Yeah. I just saw it on Where the news. Where did you hear it? On the news. What news? I don't even remember what it was. Yeah. He doesn't want to it say. Like he doesn't say it's Fox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. I just. I don't know if it you was, know, was like an animal of some sort. Like <laughs> some, something Carlson. Something. Something Carlson. Carlson. I, don't, I don't remember. But it was. It was. It's valid though. No, it's not over. There has been. This is the third ceasefire. The first one was brokered by Russia. Well, mm-hmm. let, let's start from the beginning. Why is there an Armenian war versus the Turks? They're Why is that? Over Azerbaijan. Yeah. Well, Azerbaijan is Turkey Junior. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> little Turkey. It's, it's it's over territory. 
Young Turks. If you ask Armenia, <laughs> most of Turkey, most of Eastern Turkey, all of Azerbaijan is Armenia. Mm. And you know, it all kind of stems from the Armenian genocide. Well, it all really stems from the Young Turks, which, you know, if you ask me, they were crypto Jews who kind of overthrew the Sultan mm-hmm. of the Ottoman Empire, took over the land and the government, and formed what is now modern day Turkey. So and go then, on. Uh, yeah, and then exterminated the Armenians and Armenia, or, or Armenians at the time, back when Istanbul was Constantinople. You know, they were businessmen in the area and they were doing real well. So if you ask the Armenians, you know, uh, the genocide took place and it was basically like an ethnic cleansing of Armenians. And a lot of people died. It is true. It really did happen. You know, I've heard stories from my family of my great grandparents kind of being um, witnessing their whole family like being buried alive. Just yeah, horrific stories like that. And Armenia now is a, a very small country with roughly about a three million population. So the disputed territory. You got to make sure you're talking to the mic, like talking to the mic. Yeah, but this <coughs> disputed territory is right in between Armenia and Azerbaijan. So in the early 90s, there was a war. There was the first war with Azerbaijan where they tried to they, they tried to expel the Armenians out of that region, which is Nagorno-Karabakh, or as Armenians call it, Artsakh. They tried to expel the Armenians. The Armenians ended up winning that war against them and recovering even more territory than they had before. And I don't know if the Turks are kind of taking advantage of this whole coronavirus. And when I say Turks, I do mean Azerbaijanis. They're taking advantage of this whole coronavirus. You know, the world is kind of on lockdown. They're like, maybe it's a good time to attack and try to rekindle this, this war, this territorial dispute. So, yeah, that's what's happening now. And a lot of people have died on both sides. Um, that's sad. Yeah, absolutely. Well, not just a lot of people, just innocent people. It, yeah. <clears throat> a lot absolutely. of innocent people on both sides. Yeah, and kids. A lot yeah. of kids. I mean, we're talking about 17, 18, 19-year-olds. Right. Who, who haven't not seen life yet. Like, right. they, they just don't know. Well, Mar- Marcos and I, we were in Glendale, which is like the hub of Armenians, right? Yeah. We are there on Saturday. We are picking up some, some uh, computers. And, um, man, I mean, the Armenians, I mean, you see the flags. They're dragging um, what flag is that? The Turkish flag? Azerbaijani. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they're dragging the Turkish flag too. They're dragging it on behind their vehicle and um hoods were painted. Yeah, hoods were painted on cars. So, that was yep. crazy. It looks like everyone it looked like every Armenian in Glendale was like on edge. Yeah, I was on edge. More than ever. <laughs> I was on edge looking at them on edge. Yep. Yeah. And Armenians that, already are on edge. <laughs> <laughs> and if you just add that to the recipe is just yeah disastrous yeah <laughs> i was telling pastor i was like we gotta get out of here before they find out i'm not armenian yeah because <laughs> i could use my 10 percent Armenian. i said i could tell them i'm like 10 percent armenian oh, i'm yeah. like just look at my nose that's what i'll tell them well your beard is more yeah it's what's armenian yeah that's true yeah. my grandfather had a pretty massive beard yeah so but I think the nose too. Don't Armenians have like somewhat of a? I need to see your profile. You look, you see the nose. You don't see the nose. Does he pass? Do I pass? <laughs> yeah. We got four Armenians. Well, two, three, three point three and a half. We have one more coming down from Washington State. 
Leon. Oh, yeah, that's Leon. right. Leon. He's coming in a week or two. Oh, amen. Awesome. Yeah. He loved the church. He came down to visit once. And he's like, yeah, I think I'm moving down. Yeah, you know what's cool about that is that he came to church. And then uh, he brought his parents. He did. And then his parents came back without him. Yeah, they did. Because he, he went back. Oh, you said Seattle? Uh, I think he's in Everett, just north of Seattle. Okay. So he went back home, and but his parents came like a couple weeks ago, which is pretty cool. He did, yeah. That's pretty. Did you get a chance to talk to them? Yeah, I said a little. Yeah. And then he's coming down, and you know, in the hopes of getting his family saved, and he's kind of yeah. on fire, like soul winning. And yeah, man. So it's a good deal. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, we have Moses. We have Moses, right? Russian, Armenian. Well, he's Armenian from <laughs> Russia. Yeah. Because yeah. you got you got you got to know this much he's, that he's there is Russian. a huge Armenian diaspora because the after the Russian. genocide, Armenians dispersed throughout the whole world. You know, so there's a lot of Armenians everywhere. Yeah. So don't be surprised if you run into an Armenian and somebody says they're from Iraq, they might be from Russia, might be from Armenia, Canada. Where's Leon like, from? Leon. He's, Did he, you he, know what? I th- maybe Lebanon, if if I remember correctly. Oh yeah, yeah, Because yeah. he does speak Arabic also. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, that's cool. Pretty much all over the world. <clears throat> Amen. Yeah. Well, hopefully we get more Armenians in the church because we 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 got a big Armenian population here, right? But I know they're hard we to do. reach. They're very difficult yes. to reach because they're part of the whole Orthodox. Uh, we, they were the first Christians, quote unquote. Yeah, that's what you they believe, right? Try to right? take that identity away from them. Yeah. And yeah, it's trouble. Yeah. Yep. It's hard. But, uh, I mean, I could approach them like my parents. I started I started with this other approach where, hey, you know, one of the first Baptists were Armenian. You know, the mm-hmm. Paul, Paul Paulicians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, not to Is take that fake anyone, news? No, no, that's, that's real news. <laughs> I don't remember that. You guys remember anything like that? <laughs> the, the Paulicians were Armenians? They Google, were. Google it. How do you Google know that? It. Well, number one, it was on Pastor um, Jimenez's documentary. Oh, Pastor okay. Tomazian was the first. <laughs> Pastor Tomazian. <laughs> hey, that's, that's <laughs> where I learned of it. So, you know, That's the only thing I paid attention to. Yeah, so, <laughs> Look it up. You lose us. He can't. Oh, he can't. He, no he's busy connection. looking at the, making sure the audio right. is on point. No, I can look not, it up right it, now. Let's it's see. Not, it's not fake news. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Wikipedia is because like the first one. Polynesians were Christians, ad- adoptionists sect from Armenia, which formed in the 7th. Because when we talk about Cilicia in the New Testament, that was an Armenian kingdom. Paulician, member of the dualistic Christian sect that originated in Armenia. That's right. In the mid-7th century. What does dualistic mean? Does anyone know? Uh, member of a dualistic Christian sect. Basically, there's two of them. Oh. That's what it means. Dual, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. You ever heard of Duel of Fates? Just kidding. <laughs> It was influ- <laughs> it was influenced most directly by the dualism. There it goes again, of Marcionism, a Gnostic movement in early Christianity. That doesn't sound good, Mark. Yeah, uh, hike. Good. They're Gnostics. Uh, a Gnostic religion founded in the third century by the Persian prophet oh. Mani. Mani. And they Mani? have their own prophet. Yeah. Doesn't well, doesn't sound very good. What's the other sect? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it was the good sect, right? I mean, that's what happened usually with these groups is like they yeah. would go apostate. Well, they say the Waldensians went apostate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Waldensians were like the biggest uh, Christian group, quote unquote, like the Baptist Christian yeah. group in Europe for, for hundreds of years. They had like the most martyrs mm-hmm. out of all of those 
Christian groups in Europe, but they win apostate. You know, it happens sometimes, you yeah. know. It's pretty interesting. What are you reading? Yeah, I was just looking into the details. He's just trying to look for more excuses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, anyways, Hike is Armenian. So it's, yeah, it's a horrific situation now in Armenia, as you can imagine. So, it's yeah. sad. Obviously, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for my kin, you know, but at the same time, they're both unsaved. God is not a respecter of one false god over another. We shouldn't root for so, anybody, though. Yeah, but, like, they're... That's I'm talking about this is extended family. I, I, if I, if well, I were the, to say the, that I'm not rooting for them... It shouldn't be said that you're rooting for them. You, it should be said that you hope that they come out of it safe. You know? Yeah, I understand that. Not that they win a war, because war is just ugly. It's bad. It's unbiblical, you know? Especially for Christians. But just, like, the taking of life. You know? You don't agree? Look, <laughs> I'd be lying if Sorry. I said that. I, I wasn't. A, I was just going to tell the truth. <laughs> it's not easy. You yeah. got to have a, you got to renew your mind. Because here's the thing. If you're against any other war with any other race, but you're not, but you're for war when it comes to your race, then at that point, you don't really have a core value. You're against war. You know, you got to make sure you're, when you're against war, you're against any war, regardless of what race is involved. I don't want there to be a war. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, as far as, like, rooting, like, you wouldn't root for, like, if it was a, if it was a war between other races, you wouldn't root for either or. No. Because you're against war. True. So you got to ask yourself, if you're against war, that's a core value that you believe, then you should have that same perspective when it comes to this war. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if they're Armenian or Turks. It's souls. Absolutely. Right? I, I do agree with that. But I understand. I understand you got people, you got family there. And so there, there's, a, there's a, a love for your people. But there should be a love that they would, you know, come out of it safely. Not necessarily yeah, that they win I, a war. I understand. Because in order for them to win the war, people have to die. Yeah. You know? I understand that. What I'm saying is, like, when I, when I go on Facebook and I have family members on Facebook and they post things every single day. And that's the news to me, yeah. you know, th their post is what I know of this war. Right. And I look at the photos of these of all these kids dying and I'm like, man, that very well could have been me, you know, if I was in Armenia. Yeah. And if there's a mandatory draft and I have to go, I don't necessarily get to see the other side of that story. So well, my compassion is more with what I see. Exactly. And, yeah. But no, exactly. you're absolutely right. Yeah. They're, Mine eye affecteth mine heart, the Bible says. Yep. You know? So you got to be careful what you watch. Because we could easily be swayed and persuaded towards one side based upon what we listen to, what we hear. You know? It's true. The bottom line is, um, you know, war is bad and we don't want people to die and go to hell without the gospel. And hopefully these people, you know, it kind of wakes them up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I... I made this post on my Facebook that whether you're Armenian or Turk, if you die and you don't have Christ as your savior, you're, you're, going you're damned. You're damned. I got a lot of backlash for that. And yeah, you know, let it be, but it, it's true. Cause my parents were saying, oh, okay, hi, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be saying that at a time like this. And I said, well, <laughs> when there was no war, I, I was saying it, nobody was listening. You know, but the message still stays the same, yeah. really. Yep. It's just it strikes you even more now. It's closer to home. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. So. Well, speaking of hell, did you guys know hell is a place of fire? What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a place like where a you fire? burn. Like you it's in might the Bible, burn. right? Wait, yeah. hell is just a place of torment. Well, you know, I, <laughs> yeah, it's a place of torment because it's it's a place where people burn, and burning is torment. Wait, is you're it? telling me that burning hurts? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm kind of curious to know because, you know, obviously Manly Perry's been preaching this weird nonsense. And, um, you know, I, I honestly, in my opinion, and I don't, obviously people are going to get offended at this. People got offended at my sermon for, from Sunday, you know, that um, he just sounds like an unsafe person talking about the Bible. If you listen to his sermon on Jesus is fireproof, um, he sounds like an unsafe person saying that. And if I were to conjecture whether he's saved or not, I would say no. Because the the, the explanation or his explanation of hell uh, is so bad. It's as if you put a Bible in the hand of an unsaved individual yeah. and just had them explain it. That's exactly what they would come up with or something similar to that. I wonder, is this something he's believed all along or is this something new? Well, he says in that sermon that he believed that he used to teach that Jesus Christ did go to hell and he did suffer. Yeah. Oh, in hell. On. you're right. Cause yeah, he used to I, teach that. I heard his part of his sermon, and he said there was a certain brother at his church, brother Matt or something, who, who was showing him this fact that. Oh, hell, that's right. Yeah. I remember that part, and he convinced him. That reminded me of Doka. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, it's like, why are these guys always convinced by like? And look, Matt. there's nothing wrong and with another like another person named Matt. Well, there's right? nothing. There's nothing wrong. Matt LeBlanc. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, is it the same? Matt? Oh, it should be the same Matt. No, <laughs> I can't be. <laughs> no, he's like a Presbyterian. Matt LeBlanc. Because black is white, right? <laughs> Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with like a pastor getting insight mm -hmm. about the Bible from their church members on secondary and third issues. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, true. you know, like parables or seeing like some deep nuggets about the pre-tribulation or not the pre-tribulation, the post-tribulation rapture <laughs> or like, you know, uh, you know, on Zionism or on Jesus Christ. But man, when you come to like the essential doctrines yeah. like hell and the people are just convincing you on that, that's bad. Yeah. That makes me think that you're probably not saved. And look, the the, the sermon is called... Jesus is fireproof, right? And let alone just burning animals for the sake of eating them. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, that stays, was the point that he made, right? Well, check yeah. out this verse, He too. made the point that basically the reason they burnt the offerings exactly. is because the, the Levites were eating it. Well, did they ever mm -hmm. boil it? Because you could boil for two yeah. and make a stew out of <laughs> well, it. Well, I mean, they, they took the, the instruction. I just read through Leviticus today. The instruction was to remove the call, the kidneys, the dung, and the fat, and to burn that without the camp. They weren't eating that. Yeah. So do you, to make the argument that, you know, oh, they were just burning it because they wanted, and he, I don't know if you heard it, but he was just like, barbecue. He just relates it to like, you know, his Texan food or whatever. And then it's just like, well, you know, there's a bunch of other stuff that they didn't eat, but they burned mm -hmm. outside of the camp. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what in the world? You're a pastor. You should know these things. You know what I mean? Yeah. He said some weird stuff in that sermon. And, um, of course, he said some weird stuff on the on the, the, um, the John 15 sermon about the fruit of the vine. Mm -hmm. He said that, that uh, Judas. Judas had probably more converse than all the apostles. And he said something to the extent of, like, 
Um, he says, there's a bunch of examples in the Bible. He says, one example is Judas Iscariot. I think he had more converts than anybody else. I can't prove it. He's, well, that's that's why, what I believe. He's, well, that's, that's my why opinion. That's why the disciples suspected themselves and not Judas because he had the most converts. <laughs> Like, what the heck? But the funny thing is, he's like, there's so many examples. And then he says, you know, I can't prove it. (laughs) Is that what are you talking about? Yeah, that's fishy. My wife was telling me, she's like, well, maybe, you know, the reason he's teaching, if he's not saved, the reason he's teaching or trying to, like, um, mitigate the importance of the the fire in hell is because he's going there. Mm. I heard Ray say the same thing. I think it was Ray. It might be. You know, they're trying to minimize their punishment because they know they're going to receive it. But, you know, I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me on that. A bunch of snowflakes out there. But look, this is not like a difference in opinion. Then you have like other pastors who are getting like on on Pastor Shelley and stuff. And they're like, I called him and he says he believes the hell is burning. So he does it. You took him out of context. Listen to the sermon yourself. Yeah, Joe Major. Joe Major. So he's either lying to... His congregation is lying to Joe Major because he specifically said it's not burning. Yeah. <laughs> so you just want to ignore that? This is the kind of nonsense leadership that's out there. Yeah. Well, it sounds more like Manly Perry is saying both things because he's saying it's burning. And he say, he's saying it's not burning like an actual fire, but then he calls his sermon, Jesus Christ is fireproof. Yeah. Well, I so think what he means is he's saying that it's there. He's saying he's fireproof because he's not burning. He didn't burn. But, it, but, but then, it, hell if is fire? It, then that means that there's there's fire yeah. in hell. He's contradictory. Jesus, Jesus Christ is not getting burned. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But he's not saying there is fire though. He's saying that there's not fire. Yeah. He's saying it's just because yeah, when, when I first heard the sermon, I didn't hear him say that um, that hell did not have fire in it until I, I seen the clip from yeah. Pastor like, Shelley and I seen <laughs> it. Uh, yeah. Is it from that same sermon? It's from the sermon, Jesus is fireproof. He's yeah. probably okay. picturing like those fake fireplaces. I must have missed out other things. They're like fake fire. <laughs> the, they just like, turn it as like a screen. Well, to him, it's, it's like, like, a, like the light. Because like his, his, <laughs> the wind is like a light. Like, yeah. His like argument board. is that it's not fire because if it was fire, then it would have just like disintegrated whatever. Yeah, it just yeah. burns it but up. But that's the burning it bush. It disproves that. It's con- exactly. that fact. But if it's like so, a, he's basically limiting God because he thinks that God can't create a fire that can just burn something forever. Just like the, the the burning fiery bush, it was yeah, burning, but it was yeah. not consumed. But but on top of that, it's like you got like an everlasting soul, exactly. Like, you know that's gonna spend eternity somewhere, right? It's like it needs to be burning forever. Yeah, you know you can't just like be the smoke of their torment shall ascend forever and ever. That means yeah. it's continually burning. Yeah, and where does smoke? What do you need to have smoke? Fire. Yeah, where there is smoke, there is. It's a fog machine. <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> That's pretty deep, man. I should yeah. fly you out to uh, San Antonio, Texas. Oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'll did you guys see that video that Pastor Anderson posted about that idiot who's trying to like yeah, preach yeah. Hebrew and stuff? Oh, Chris Tucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, what the hell did he just say? That was good. That was funny. That was out of nowhere, man. I that was. I was. I had to rewind. Yeah, because <laughs> like, it was so funny. Did I, just I didn't listen to the whole thing yet. I did. It was. It was really good. Yeah, it was good. The guy just had the wrong word. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. He just could, because he couldn't yeah. read Hebrew, he had the wrong word. He said that basically moisture. Yeah, it's not. It's cakes. It's cakes. Yeah. But cakes was another word in the sense. The cake was already there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a descriptor of the oil, the the flavor right. of the cakes. Yeah. 
yeah. right. has fresh oil. That was awesome. Yeah. It's fantastic when somebody who knows what they're talking about, like, oh, yeah. disproves these idiots. Yeah. Oh, so, so um, Ulysses and I, we're going to start doing a, um, we're going to read the Reign of Valera, uh, I was going to say 1960, dang. We're going to read the Reign of Valera Gomez, and we're going to record it. So I've already done three chapters from the oh, Book of nice. John. So we're gonna. I'm gonna um, do a separate channel, just uploading those, and um, it's caused me to practice a lot and just read through it out loud and, and whatnot. I did three chapters today. I'm gonna be That's doing cool. the whole Book you, of John, and then Ulysses is gonna do first, second, and third John. You should put it like on Spotify too. Yeah, it's a good idea. Spotify and, and Spoon. Spoon. Hey, Spoon? are you guys on Spoon? No, Spoon is, is cool, dude. Dude, no idea what <laughs> me and Ray were on there last night, but nobody was listening. <laughs> we're just talking. <laughs> Spoon is awesome. What yeah. Is so Spoon is an app where it's like a you could do a live broadcast. It's only audio. Mm -hmm. Okay. But you can go live and then people can call in yeah. on your phone. And you just pick up specific topic. You just start talking away. Pastor Anderson was on there last night and he was talking about black holes and people were calling in regarding like just completely irrelevant things. And he ended up just getting them saved. Yeah. Like over the phone and people are on there like you can you can comment and stuff and you're just getting them saved so yeah, it's pretty cool it's, it's cool. a new tool it's called spoon by the way follow me on spoon I'm, I'm on wild olive tree 16 but i'm gonna make one for the rod of iron podcast um and then i'm gonna make one for this probably that's, yeah. pretty, that's a good idea are we gonna go live on spoon yeah nice oh, yeah. yeah we'll do this and we'll go live like we'll have special editions where we go live and we answer phone calls and whatnot nice you know it's cool it's pretty neat mm -hmm. yeah yeah, he got like a little kid saved on there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's an app. Yes. It's, app. it's called Spoon. It's basically, yeah. they, they call them like um, DJs. The people who go on there, you can actually make money on there. It's so funny because I had just seen the ad that, that morning and I'm like, what the heck? Because I was listening to, um, I think. Um, this is what it looks like. <clears throat> so you get fans, you following or whatever. Then you have something called Cast Talk and Wall. It's like Instagram. Yeah, it's kind of like Instagram. Mm -hmm. And um, for audio. Yes. You could put me. Some people like literally just sing on there and people like follow you and stuff or become a fan of yours and they can send you money or whatever. It's pretty legit. Pretty legit. What's that book you got? Oh, yeah. So I was reading this book, Without Conscience. This is a good book. Speaking of reprobates, mm -hmm. man, I mean, everything's just flowing today, yeah. huh? And uh, this is a really good book on psychopaths. It's called Without Conscience, Without Conscience, The Disturbing World of the Psychopaths Among This. Robert Hare, who is a, like basically, he's the expert on this. And man, when you read this, now he tells you in the beginning of the book, like, hey, um, don't make the mistake of just like starting to think of people. Label yeah. everybody a psychopath. But the thing is, it's kind of like hard not to do that. Because you start reading their characteristics and it's like, oh man. I wonder if so-and-so is a reprobate. Like, a lot of body language books do that, too. They tell you, like, hey, don't, like, use this on everybody because it's hard to turn off sometimes. Like, Yeah. Yeah, and as I'm reading this, I'm looking through and I'm thinking, like, of people that I've known or people that we've kicked out. Um, no one no one that's in church right now, obviously. <laughs> but um, let, me, let me find something here. Go ahead, talk amongst yourselves because I'm going to look for something. That's not the guy in Pastor Jimenez's documentary. Either. I believe so. Mm -hmm. I guy? believe it is. Okay. It is, right? I think so. He was like the I think, foremost um, authority on psychopaths or something. Or was that a lady? 
No, it was a guy. I remember. It was a guy in, in the documentary. Yeah, I think Pastor Jason Robinson was like, is this the same guy that um, that Pastor Jimenez had on the documentary? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for this. Um, Where is it at? Here we go. I think this is it. The checklist? I know. Yeah, where's the checklist? It's like somewhere in the beginning. I think it might be <clears> like chapter Here we go. three. So look, I mean, the world is filled with psychopaths. And obviously we would refer to them as reprobates. But the thing is, like, when you think of a psychopath, you think of someone who's just like an axe murderer, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which they do exist. But some psychopaths are just, for lack of a better word, like normal psychopaths. They're yeah. just like, they live normal lives. Um, and they're not into killing people. Can you check the camera? Let's check it real quick. You lied. Those cameras are good. 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 All right. Um, they're not into killing people, but they like they steal money. The corporate psychopath. Yeah, the corporate. There's a corporate psychopath. They use people. Or yeah, they use people. Like there's a couple stories in here. One of them was like this guy. He met a girl, and he developed a relationship with her, and he moved in with her. And she's just like, it was, he was kind of weird. Like he yeah. would, I'd come home and he would have like a stack of TVs in the corner or whatever. And he's just <laughs> asleep. You know, he would always have just these random things in the house or whatever. And, um, come home late and just kind of living uh, kind of like shifty guy. Yeah. Like a shifty <laughs> guy. And then one day she said that she asked him, she said, um, Hey, can you go get me some ice cream from across the street? And he just looked at her and I can't remember her name. Let's say her name was Barbara. He goes, oh, Barbara, you've always gotten whatever you've wanted, huh? Yeah. And he got up and he walked out and he just never came back. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> he just never came. But you know, that's how psychopaths are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was like, yeah, the world doesn't revolve around you. <laughs> hey, he's all, he's all, he's all, you've always gotten whatever you wanted, huh? So what flavor do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Cold stones or Baskin Robbins? He just never comes back. <laughs> yeah. He ate the ice cream. <laughs> yeah, he actually got the ice cream yeah. and just ate it and left. I mean, this has some horror stories in there that obviously I wouldn't want to like say on the podcast just because it's brutal. Like, there's some wicked people out there, but there's others who are just like they're they're void of a conscience, so they're able to lie and cheat and steal, and um, but they basically tell you like. You know, if you have one of these psychopaths in your life, you just got to get away from them. doesn't matter what level they're at. Obviously, if it's an axe murderer. <laughs> but if it's like, if he's just even just a, a chronic liar, you got to get away from that. So individual. would you say that every psychopath is reprobate? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. But obviously, like, you know, when you compare it to the Bible, every reprobate is not necessarily going to be like a sodomite. Mm-hmm. Because you think mm-hmm. of Judas Iscariot. Mm-hmm. Judas Iscariot was not a sodomite. Mm-hmm. What was the what was the the iniquity that just kind of like bound him? He's, he's stealing, stealing yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. You know, but here's the thing: is I believe every reprobate has the potential to be a sodomite because they're they're capable of all wickedness. Yeah, they're full of sin. They're full of you know um, murder. They're full of hate. They're full of debate and all those things. So it's kind of giving you like an overview. It's letting you know that they're capable of whatever wickedness there is. You know. And they, they lack empathy, so they have zero empathy towards others. And in fact, like they, they were interviewing this, this serial killer, and um, what they were basically saying is that they don't know how to feel. Like they don't know what it's like to be afraid. And he was they're, they're interviewing a guy who was in prison, and the guy basically said, like, um, you know, the, the guy was explaining to him, like, 
you know, so tell me about some of the crimes you've committed or whatever. And he was just like, yeah, you'd be surprised how like, you know, people, you know, um, behave when you're pointing a gun at them. You know, some people shake and some people cry. They use the restroom on themselves and stuff. And he just go, kind of going through that list. And the guy who's interviewing basically asks him like, so what would you do? Like, how would you feel? He said, if someone pointed a gun at you, he says, I would run or I try to take the gun away or I do this. He goes, okay, but how would you feel though? And then the guy responded by saying, I don't, I don't understand the question. But the reason he didn't understand it because he doesn't know how to feel. That's crazy. Yeah. Their past feeling. Their past feeling. Exactly. And then they're just, it just kind of confuses them, you know? Um, and they're like, like, talk about their, like, their weird goals that they have, even though, like, they're locked up for years. They're very so. grandiose. Yeah. Their goals. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What the heck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very grandiose. It's like, um, they basically, one of the attributes of a psychopath is that they have these, like, extravagant plans and, you know, they'll interview these people in prison that are doing life for, like, killing someone. And he's like, yeah, when I get out, I'm going to be, like, a, an Olympic swimmer, gold, you know, medalist or something, and I'm just going to live off the winnings off of that. And it's like, dude, you're here forever. <laughs> yeah, you have a life sentence. You like, have a life sentence. You're not going anywhere. But they, like, they'll say, they'll say things like that. And that's but one of the reasons. they reason- believe it. Yeah. I mean, they're just- self-deceived. That's crazy. And the thing is, is, like, you can, you can see why – People are at times are attracted to the psychopaths mm-hmm. because the, the way they speak, okay. you know. Well, even like the writer of that book, he's talking. He's like, man, like, because he went to go work at like at, at a ward, at a prison, and he's like, he like he's like giving these people therapy, and he's like, when the world, like, I'm being like drawn into these people's stories as well because this is like so like, you know, yeah, grandiose. Wow, I'm thinking about like cult members and stuff. Yeah, Not cult members, cult leaders. Sorry. Yeah. It says here, psychopaths often come across <laughs> as arrogant, shameless braggarts, self-assured, opinionated, domineering, and cocky. They love to have power and control over others and seem unable to believe that other people have valid opinions different from theirs. They appear charismatic or even electrifying to some people. Psychopaths are seldom embarrassed about their legal, financial, or personal problems. Rather, they see them as temporary setbacks, the result of bad luck, unfaithful friends, or an unfair and incompetent system. So he, he, man, they, I'm thinking about like Manly Perry, because <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about like like bad bad friends and stuff like that. Oh yeah, but he's like he's the one that's saying that Pastor Anderson's a bad friend. Well, okay, so that's that's interesting. You said that because one of the things of a psychopath is that their their lack of empathy is so like astounding because you have a guy like for example void yeah because there's a story about a guy and he basically he like stabbed this dude at a bar like stabbed him brutally stabbed him didn't kill him almost did the guy was laid up in the hospital for like nine months or something right and that guy basically did life because the guy was trying to take his life or he was trying to take that guy's life And when they interviewed him, he's like, man, that guy has it so good. He's over here, you know, and, and laid up in the bed for nine months, and I'm over here in prison. It's like, dude, what are you talking oh, about? You, like, shucks. stabbed him. He goes, he's lucky I didn't kill him. I mean, he has it good. He should thank me. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what he was saying. It's like, right. what in the world? Crazy. But they're very grandiose. They lack empathy. They're ex- egocentric. They have a lack of remorse and guilt. So it's just like they can. They Nothing's don't, their fault. Nothing yeah. is their for, fault. Not only that, but they just they just don't care at all. Like they I mean, just. You can tell, 
you can imagine how someone like that cannot get saved because they cannot admit they're <clears throat> a sinner. Okay, so yeah. I did nothing wrong. So before I forget, <laughs> so because they have a lack of remorse and guilt, the reason they know that is because when when these psychopaths that score high on the psych, psychopathy checklist, like murderers and stuff, when they discuss their murders, they discuss it like they're going to go get milk at a store. I'm talking about like brutal murders where just like, you know, decapitations or whatever. They talk about it like they're buying like bread at a store. And so these psychopaths, what they do is the way they know. Well, basically what, what tips them off to not go too far in a conversation is they, they observe the countenance of the recipient of what they're saying. He's like when he's talking about, yeah, I did this and did that. If the person starts making like a face, so they're just like crying. Yeah, it's just like, okay, I need to stop. So I got to be careful when I say that. Because they don't know. They don't have a filter. They have no feelings. You know what I mean? It's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. And they're very deceitful and manipulative. Extremely deceitful and manipulative. They're able to just coerce people into like doing crazy stuff. Um Shallow emotions is another one. Let's see what else. Impulsive. Poor behavior controls. Need for excitement. Lack of responsibility. They rarely can keep a job. They go from job to job to job to job to job because they're just constantly bored. Um, what else? A lot of crazy stuff. It's a good book. But it's it it made me think of like people in my life. <laughs> Like in times past, I was like, man, maybe that person was a psychopath. So scary. And they like, at the end of the book, they basically said there's like no hope for them. There's nothing you can do. Because it's inhumane. Like somebody like that, who you like, you're going down that list and you check off everything. You're like, this person is not a human. Yeah. yeah. They're, they basically there's say they're monsters. Like, yeah. Well, the secular realm basically <clears throat> says these people are without hope. Like there's no hope for them. So you just have to stay away from them because there's no cure or appease them. Yeah. Or you have to appease. Like if you, if you're, but if you you're forced, reprobate. if you're forced to, well, not appease them, but basically you have to reward them, reward them. What? But just whatever they like. Their the trees. <laughs> yeah. Snickers. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're dogs. So. <laughs> is it good? That the audio is good. Yeah. All right. They're implacable. Yeah. But basically you have to reward them. But it's never going to be enough. Exactly. No, so you have exactly. to keep rewarding them with Just other things. Kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Which is interesting because I mean, a lot of pr the prisons are filled with psychopaths. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just like, well, if the secular realm knows there's no hope for them, then why don't you execute them? Because you know that if they get out, whoever they come in contact with, they're going to corrupt. They're going to destroy. They're going to. It's going to be really bad for that person. Why don't you just like kill them, execute them? But. You know, but what's sad is this, is that like the secular realm understands this. Why can't Christians understand it? Yeah. And he literally called it without conscience. Mm -hmm. You know, everything all right? What? Oh, the camera. Just, just, just scream out to him, man. Fear not. He's like. Do do do. Arturito. Arturito. <laughs> Good book. You guys should read it. Snapped. Yeah. That's scary. I like reading it just because, like, you know, as a pastor, um, I need to know if, if, like, people who come through our doors 
Yeah. Or psychopaths or reprobates, well, you, you know? just have that checklist in the back of your mind. It's like, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Or like yeah. three check marks. I think I got it. Before someone comes guy. in, fill it up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, take this test. Can you take this test? It's like, I got an A. I, know, the, I got an A. The, the, hey, you feel sorry for me? <laughs> the ushers, they're just passing out that test now. <laughs> <laughs> the visitor card yeah, has, like, see, questions yeah. on it. can you fill out these questions if you could fill out that visitor's card right there and put it at the bottom there's a list of 10 questions on there <laughs> if you knew that you, you you could get away with stealing would you do it if the offering plate was by you <laughs> and no one else was around yeah the other was looking the other, at the other aisle I'm not going to say any names but there you know there's an individual who was here you know who I'm talking who about who was here yeah who we ended up kicking out you were there when I kicked that individual out oh, okay. I'm like that person's a psychopath for sure. Just, you can't name? Nah, I'd rather not. I don't want to give him attention. We, we can just bleep it oh, out. Beep. Oh, yeah, that's turn. a good idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, you said he. I was thinking she. I, was thinking I didn't say else. I said a person. No, you said when you kicked him out. Oh. Did I, I say that? I you think she's a guy, too? <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense, yo. <laughs> Yeah, she she's psycho, bro. Yeah, she got those psycho eyes. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. she's a vegan. <clears throat> she's got yeah. those vegan yeah, eyes. That's it right there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, remember so what Adam said? Yeah. Yep, the frontal lobe cortex it's smoothing out. Ugh, <laughs> take sandpaper. All that grain just like rubbing against it. I love eating animals. Oh, I love oh, that. Delicious. I've been like watching like a bunch of carnivore like uh, meal prepping, and I'm like, damn, I want to do I that. I thought now. you were gonna say I watch, I've been watching a lot of Animal Planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what it's like hungry. to eat that animal. You there. know what? What um, what channels or like, what Zebra page bird. is really cool on Instagram? Nature is Metal. Yeah, I watch. Oh them. yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You guys, you guys following yeah, those I, accounts? I, I follow yeah, Nature is that, Metal. That account is cool, isn't I it? I always do. Nature what? Yeah. Nature, Nature is Metal. Hey, so you don't you want to know something cool about? It's basically animals killing other animals. They, you know how a lot metal. of people say that chickens are vegans? Like, they don't nah, eat... I've never heard that. It's it, a lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's actually they, a they big old lie. chickens eat rats. Yeah, they eat rats. They eat lizards. Yeah. So it's like, dude, they, they're not vegan yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> Sensitive content. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Click on it. You'll see it. Oh, delicious, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't... Nature's metals. <laughs> what is that? Oh, yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. Oh, this, there's worse. There's Didn't worse. Didn't I just say oh, zebra burger? There's a lot worse. There's some cool stuff on there, but it's just showing you, like... The um the awesomeness of like <laughs> the God's creation and carnivores and stuff. Yeah. Here's the thing, like so vegans believe that um when we eat animals we're murdering them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So do, do they consider other animals as murderers for killing these animals? Put them to death now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they can. Think yeah, that I want to see. Why won't? Why I want to see vegans protest alliance. <laughs> they don't think that deep, bro. <laughs> I mean, what do you think? Wouldn't they? Wouldn't that be basically yeah, along the lines of what they believe? They, they already put humans along the same like yeah. height as, as as. Because uh, if you think about it, animals are more murderers, or they they're greater yeah. in their murder than we are, right? Yeah, they kill the weakest too. They kill. Like, I don't the, know. How oh man, and they're babies. And yeah. Stuff like that. Well, vegans, people, people are too, <laughs> <laughs> vegans are the weakest. Vegans are the weakest. Well, they're on the bottom of the food chain. There, there's so are vegans uh, against abortion? They're all. They're all. I would for say abortion. not. They're for abortion. Yeah, yeah, all of them. I've never Stupid met a vegan that hypocrites. was like against yeah. abortion. <laughs> I feel like a lot of vegans like live Ridiculous. up north in Oregon or something. <laughs> like, Oregon? Why Oregon? I don't know. It's just like liberal up there. This is wicked. <laughs> <laughs> Oregon's wicked. I think it's only uh, Portland that's liberal. 
Exactly. Portland. Yeah. Portland. When I think of Oregon, I just Portland think of Portland. is bad. Yeah. Oh, we went to Portland. We did. You oh, and I. Baby haters over there. Baby haters. Remember we went to that coffee shop? Oh, right? man. We went, up up there. <laughs> we went to this coffee shop because they got good coffee in Portland. Mm-hmm. They got really good coffee. And they got like a specialty coffee houses like on every corner. Mm-hmm. But we went there, Hike and I, and um, his wife, and then Jordan, his wife, and their, and their kids. And um, Zace, well, he was just, you know, Zace was having a hard time like kids do sometimes. He was, just, he was crying. It was Portland. <laughs> <laughs> we were just having we a hard time, cried. and man, the the the, the employee, yeah, or, or, yeah, yeah, the, the people there, yeah. who weren't employees, they were just customers. They're just mad dogging Zace, not the parents. Yeah, they were looking at Zace all crazy, and I'm like, what's up with these people? And then finally, like the the employee was just like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. You can't be here. And was she speaking to Zace also? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. These people never seen a stroller in their life, bro. <laughs> yeah. They don't know what babies are. Yeah, actually, when we're walking down the street, people were just giving like, looks and stuff. That? What kind of car is that? What is that little person? Is that a little person? <laughs> yeah. You were going to say midget, huh? <laughs> yeah. The proper name is Dwarf. <laughs> is hey, hey, guys, calm oh, down. Yeah, Ulysses is right there. <laughs> oh, what do you prefer, Ulysses? <laughs> 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 Uh, it's funny because Ulysses actually looked away and he was just like, Oh, I hope that don't look very hot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, speaking of animals hunting animals, let's talk about Hunter Biden. Let's talk about Hunter Biden. Oh, snap. Crack. All right, yeah, so he's, who a, he's a crack hunter. <laughs> Crocodile. <laughs> so, so what do we know about Hunter crack, Biden? He's a crocodile. So this is what happened a couple years back. The, the crocodile Dundee. <laughs> the crocodile hunter. The crocodile hunter. <laughs> no, crocodile. Hunter Biden, the crocodile hunter. That's a good one. Thank you. The croc crocodile Dundee. Go ahead, Marcos. So a couple years back, he left the laptop. He took it to go get it repaired at a uh, like computer repair shop. Uh huh. And I guess he was drunk when he dropped it off. And then he didn't pick it up. He had a 90-day, um, like, basically he had to pick it up within 90 days. If not, then it would be the um, laptop or the computer repair place's um, property then. So he didn't ever pick it up. And so the the guy that owns the, the repair shop, he started, like, looking through the laptop. And so he's like, oh, well, this is my property now, so I'm just going to look through it. And he found he finds, like, a bunch of crap, like like, just a bunch of, like, deals that they did with russia like crazy videos as well with like that he was like doing with like like people like doing yeah he was doing like (laughs) math like there's like just videos of him like doing math snorting crack like come on man (laughs) so like recently these these uh pictures came out videos came out and like basically he's like he's like um like there's a credit card on one of these pictures and a credit card He's using, he, they're using this credit card to chop up crack or to cocaine, right? He's like using this credit card. But if you zoom in it into the, the card, it's, um, what's her name? Malia. Malia. Malia Obama's credit card. And so in the pictures too, surprise, surprise. I wouldn't recommend nobody to look at these pictures. Cause it's like, everybody's like, like not wearing clothes in those pictures. Oh dang. Yeah. It's on Twitter too. What the heck? Yeah. Like Twitter, like they censor everything else, but <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah, but 
But crack orgies, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's like pictures of him like sleeping with a meth pipe in his mouth and stuff. And it's like when I seen that, I thought um, that looked like a like they're trying to blackmail him. To mm-hmm. be honest, like he passed out. He probably but, wanted to get caught. But here's the thing, though: why would you be partying with people? You know, yeah, he's passed out because he probably passed out drunk or partying for like days, and then they were able to put that meth pipe in his mouth yeah, and yeah. take the picture of him. But there, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that as far because there's uh, pictures of him snorting crack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so there you go, yeah, well, snorting coke. I'm not saying he doesn't use snorting coke or crack. Coke, coke. I think people keep, smoke crack. Yeah, yeah, they smoke crack. Dude walked in. I don't know. I've never done laptop. crack or coke. So. Me neither. But I, I know that though. <laughs> One good look at his face, and you already know his password is like crack. <laughs> you take a look at the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, I well, you know what? I wouldn't put it past him if he was snorting crack. <laughs> yeah. He probably did, actually. <laughs> now that I think about it. But there's also text messages of him, like I guess, like he got really inappropriate with like some young girl, and then like the no, mom, like, the mom, Hunter Biden. <laughs> yeah, like the mom was telling it, like like father, like, like son. son. Yeah, <laughs> like telling him like, hey, like don't get near my daughter. And like she was like gonna bring. He's like, is that a challenge? <laughs> yeah, like uh, it's like his own mom telling him. Oh, but uh, so there's like this text message that he's texting is like his uncle and his uncle's like, like t- trying to defend him. He's like, hey, you know what? We believe you. It's like, you know, we're going to just set- settle this. It's like we're going to like basically try to like, you know, pay you off, pay you up, pay her off and stuff like that. It's like, don't worry. It's like we believe you, Hunter. We know you wouldn't do anything like this. It's like, Go ahead did- and smoke this crack. <laughs> yeah. So that, that guy's like evil, though. But there's like a Hold bunch on, of bro. like, like, um, like the deals oh, with the Ukraine. Is this, is this yeah. him? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that, look at that. <laughs> that guy's had, well, that's a look cigarette. Like the same guy. It doesn't look they like they photoshopped the, same. the cigarette in there. A haircut. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, kind of does look like him. Does it? Yeah, it does. In my opinion. I don't know. So the one's more cracked out than the other one. Well, I mean, crack, crack probably changes you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> can't expect someone to look exactly the same after you done crack. That's a wicked family, man. Yeah, that picture right there where he's like, which under one? The covers. This one? Yeah, that's the one I. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that's him. That just looks like he's passed out, and then they put. They well, put it just kind of looks like he's sleeping. Yeah, but you wouldn't sleep with a with a pipe in your mouth. Like oh, that. is he sleeping with the pipe in his mouth? Yeah. yeah oh man, I didn't even yeah. see that. Oh yeah, yeah. They probably. I mean, still, where would they get a crack pipe? Yeah. From, why though? would he even be there? Yeah, exactly. Because his friends are uh, smoking meth. Is this him right here? Oh, they missing <laughs> teeth. Oh yeah. Yep. That's he's doing crack for yeah. sure. Okay, so basically. Um, <clears throat> This is a result of doing crack. He's messed up teeth, and that's why his teeth look all nice now because yep. basically he got them replaced. Mo- modern dentistry. Yeah, man. So this is Biden's son, huh? Yeah. <sighs> Good night. No wonder Biden talks the way he talks. He probably's doing it with his son, smoking crack with his they son. They have the same smile. <clears throat> they got a top left corner. Right here. Yeah. They got the yeah. same, they have the dent- same dentist. <laughs> <Yeah>. Same dentist. <laughs> Crazy man, this is the guy that basically um, and it is he helping his dad out in his campaign or something or what? I'm I think not he sure. hates his dad. I was listening to Rudy Giuliani talk about some of the content in that uh, in his laptop, in his laptop, and he was talking about how his dad. Man, I hate my dad. He's always telling me to stop smoking crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's always telling me not to do. He's always saying not to smoke too much crack. <laughs> I think he hates his dad. He, I think he probably wanted to get it's caught. My whole life, dad. <laughs> Maybe, because I mean. Come on, come on, man! <laughs> come on, man! It's but my they, life, Dad. <laughs> they've been sitting on this laptop for like a year now. 
Yeah, the FBI, right? Yeah. So it's like they've known about it for a while now. Yeah. It's just like until now they, they've released things. Because even like the... Who the, released it? Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, Rudy think? Giuliani. But also like... Um, Good I think, old Rudy. I think also the the owner of the, the laptop store too. Well, he's because the one who he downloaded the hard drive yeah, yeah, yeah. with Rudy Giuliani. Mm-hmm. Is he a Republican? I don't know. What a perfect voting. time. Yeah, I'm still not voting. <laughs> yeah. What a perfect time to bring it out, huh? Yeah. Just a week away from the election. It just, it just when is the when are crazier. the elections? November, November 3rd. November 3rd. When is, is that? Next week? That's next yep. week. What? Yep. Next yep. Tuesday? Nah. Is that they call it Big Tuesday, right? Nah. Or something like that? It is next oh yeah, it is next Tuesday. Well, Would you look at that? Man. For all you Fox News Baptists out there, obviously you get there already know it's next Tuesday. Um I'm not voting. <laughs> Any of y'all voting? Yeah, I don't care. I, I already said I never I'm voted out. before. So, what do you guys think about this I new podcast room? I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. It's cool. I think it looks fresh. It smells good. Yep. It looks sharp. Right. I like the screen. Me too. I like the light. Right. I like that Adam's not here. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I like Adam on the podcast. What happened? Uh, Is it good? <laughs> yeah, here. How, How is Adam that? gonna fit here? How's that audio doing? Good. Good. Um, would Adam? So basically, the way it's going to work is that one person has to be over there with, with Ulysses. Is he going to have a mic over there? Yeah, he'll have okay. a mic. There's a mic down there. I was, I, was, I was already preparing it for him. Oh, okay. Yeah, or for whoever, whoever was going to sit there. Are you going to put another camera <clears> over there, too? You guys are going to have to rock, paper, scissors for whoever sits there. That's cool. Yeah, there'll probably I'm, be a camera there. <laughs> are you a pro at rock, paper, scissors? Yeah, Fox News Baptist right now, they're just like losing They're on right the edge now. of their They're on the right edge of their seats. The fate of America... The fate of America. The fate of churches. This is the most important election in history. (laughs) I remember, yeah, yeah. Remember that one guy? He made a whole promo video. If Hillary Clinton gets elected, it's like that means that hope for churches will not be. I was like, what the heck, dude? Maybe for your church. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Yep. 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 Has anyone ever voted? Have you? Have you? I voted. You voted? Yeah. In in class. (laughs) (laughs) In my old IV church. Like we've all heard of voting, but have any of you actually? I actually ever voted because yeah. I came from an old IFB church where like voting was like an important yes. thing, you know. And um, you you they promoted it. Yes. Yep. Who did you vote for? I voted for whoever was a Republican like ten years ago or whatever. Bush. Though. Yeah, probably Bush. Bush. Romney. <laughs> oh yeah, probably Romney. No, oh, I think I voted dude. for like a third party. Yeah, that was the Obama era. Yeah. Well, who's the third part? Who's the libertarian at that time? Ron Paul. I don't know. I don't remember. I didn't vote Obama, but I either voted for the Republican or the Libertarian. I you said John, John McCain. Paul. I was like, what? You said John McCain. John McCain. John Paul. John Paul. Are you talking about that Jamaican guy? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, John Paul. He ran for Just give me the light, dude. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's too worthless. Too it's a, a worthless car. thing to do. <laughs> yeah. There was like a, someone put on one of the mailboxes by my house. Um, it was like, mail-in voting is a fraud and all that stuff. And, but they like took it down right away. But <laughs> yeah, like Who people, I don't know. Probably right here, be, right here in the city of Baldwin Park, there was a, a, a mail-in voting like drop box that like got burnt down. Yeah, like a, like a week ago. Wow. Yeah, someone Brass just burnt surprise. it down. <laughs> a bunch of ballots got destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their votes didn't count. That Who day. cares, dude? Who cares? 
There's a reason it's called the election. It's yeah. already elected. They're already the they president's already, already elected, chosen, predestined. <clears throat> I'm surprised. You know, Pastor Anderson mentioned this, <laughs> but it's just like it's crazy how many new IFB people just became a Fox News Baptist this year. They're all about that, right? You know, the the false right left paradigm. Yeah. And they understood the Babylon and they understood that, you know, it's about the church house, not the White House. But all of a sudden, 2020 comes around. The election comes around. Coronavirus comes around. All of a suddenly. All of a suddenly, all these pastors and church members become these Fox News Baptists. Doctrine goes on the back burner. Screw everything else. It's all about patriotism and Americanism. It's nonsense. Yeah. I still stand where I stand. There's a couple people in our church that are probably going to vote. But it's very few. Marcos. I can't think of Huh? Who would? I don't know. Who cares? It's literally we, like two people. <laughs> oh, they told you they were going to vote? They didn't tell me, but I found out somehow. <laughs> they don't want to tell me because they think I'm going to like bite their you heads saw off their or something. Sticker. <laughs> I don't even care. Like If they told me, hey, I'm going to vote, I'd be like, all right. Yeah. Whatever you want. Cool. I'm not the Hope Baptist your police. Guy wins. <laughs> what? Hope your guy wins. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Oh, man. Very strange to say the least. Our fall program is coming to an end yeah. in two weeks. <clears throat> we have the November birthdays this coming Sunday. And then the following Sunday, we have Pastor Aaron. By the way, we're, we're doing a uh, Rod of Iron podcast with Pastor Thompson. Cool. When he comes, because he's going to come awesome. to preach for us on November 8th. And so we're actually going to do it on the 7th on a Saturday. So it won't be on the typical day that we do it. We're going to do it on Saturday instead. We're going to look like grasshoppers in his sight. He's going to be like around the same. <laughs> hey, we should do it live. Huge. It's not that easy, Marcos. Well, I know. We, I, I did it at, with you at Ohio. Yeah, but the thing is, it's too risky to do it on a Saturday mm. with the, with the um, mini recorders mm-hmm. and then switch them over to like for preaching the next day. It's just too risky to have it like malfunction. Speaking of you don't Ohio. Think it's already been malfunctioning. <laughs> yeah, but we don't... Do you, you want to try that? Let's I guess we it. can try yeah, it. Yeah, we can try it. The only thing is, like, we, we would have to get a new... um, Or, like, a new SSDI cord. Mm. Unless you want to take the one... We'll figure it out. We'll burn. <laughs> you, yeah. All right, guys. Is there anything else? I think that's pretty much that's it, huh? It. Yep. Well... Uh, thank you for tuning in to the Rod of Iron podcast. Tune in next week, or not next week, the week, the following week, because we're gonna do. Uh, we might actually do it every week now. Now that we have this we whole got setup, the space. we got the space to do it. Yeah, we might as well just do it every single week. This is episode nine. Stay tuned for the following two episodes. We're gonna have a uh, Pastor Aaron Thompson is gonna be with us. Uh, we're gonna be discussing the prison industrial complex. Actually, oh, oh snap! So we're gonna be talking about that. Looking forward to that. And so, uh, gentlemen, any last words? No, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you uh, listen on Spotify. Go to fwbcla.org. Click on podcast, and you can listen to all the episodes on there. And that's pretty much it. Have a good night. Dun, 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 dun,